Stacker News gives a new Bitcoin person access to brilliant minds. You earn money by identifying quality posts. And there's only one way to learn what quality is, and that's to go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. There, there are so many different ways that you can begin earning money on Stacker News. Start snooping around and see who are the successful stackers. Who, who are the, who are the ones who are at the top who are earning the most? I would immediately go to those, focus on those people and read their recent posts. It's not totally mercenary either because, you know, what I discovered by doing that, and it sort of came naturally to me, I, what I wasn't counting on was how much I was learning. Welcome to another episode of Stacking Sats, my new series devoted to sharing the stories of real people using Bitcoin products and services to stack sats. Today's episode features Siggy47, a retired lawyer and one of the most prolific earners on Stacker News, who has stacked over 500,000 sats for the content that he's created on the platform. Now, before we get into the episode, today's show is sponsored by Voltage. Voltage is the premier provider of Bitcoin and Lightning Node infrastructure. Today's show is also sponsored by Stackwork. Stackwork is a lightning-powered transcription tool that takes the best of AI and humans to create better, faster, less expensive transcripts. And today's show is also sponsored by Nodeless. Nodeless makes it easy to accept Bitcoin payments in your store or website with instant and automatic withdrawals sent directly to your cold storage. You can learn more about Voltage, Stackwork, and Nodeless by clicking the links in the show notes. Siggy47, welcome to Stacking Sats. I am so excited to discuss how you're stacking sats using Stacker News. Um, but first, before we get into that, let's step back and why don't you tell folks a little bit about your background prior to understanding Bitcoin and Lightning? Um, sure, Kevin. But before we get started, I just want to say how, how happy I thank you for inviting me. And uh, I really enjoy your podcast. And um, happy to hear that. Hopefully, we, uh, we can have a good show here. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, I, I'm retired right now. I'm a retired criminal defense lawyer. Uh, I practiced for about 38 years. And um, how I wound up discovering Bitcoin is probably not that unusual, but of course I'm I'm still kicking myself because I I made I, I made I'll, I'll explain why in a moment. Um, as an attorney, I was very interested in constitutional rights. Uh, obviously, I'm a criminal defense lawyer. Um, I got very interested in constitutional issues. This is back when I was in my 20s, practicing law for a few years. And I remember going into a bookstore and discovering a book called uh, Anarchy, State, and Utopia by Robert Nozick. And frankly, that, that, that book changed my life in many ways. 
it introduced me to libertarianism. And, you know, we're familiar in Bitcoin about going down a rabbit hole. I, I went through a major libertarian rabbit hole. And I'm sure that there are many of your listeners are interested in Austrian economics. Um, I got I got involved studying Ludwig von Mises, Hayek, Murray Rothbard, uh, Henry Hazlitt, and really it became an obsession of mine. Uh, as a result of that, I joined the Libertarian Party, and I became very active in my local and state. Libertarian Party, which was basically political, you know, a, uh, a political organization as opposed to philosophical, although we certainly had our philosophical arguments. And I ran for office a few times. And uh, over the years, I got a I got a little disillusioned with the party, with the infighting, with the, the procedural things, which seemed so antithetical to to libertarianism, frankly, that by around 2010 or 11, I, I was slowly, I would attend the meetings occasionally, but I sort of faded out of that. And it was at one of those meetings in 2012, well, one of my friends from the Libertarian Party attempted to orange pill me. And like a fool, at that point, like I said, I was I was sort of disillusioned with the whole movement, and I basically wrote it off as a scam. I know I know a lot of people have said that about their initial uh, impressions, but I probably was in a position where I should have learned more about it, and I didn't. So then um, I forgot about it for a few years, and I, I've always been an investor. I've had my law practice, but I'm also interested. I was always interested in the stock market, investing, and quite frankly, I guess you can say that my my first purchase of Bitcoin was really a, a number go up type, type of thing, where I remember sitting one morning watching CNBC with my wife, and that was in 2017, late, late fall, early winter maybe of 2017, right about the time where it hit that 19.6 price peak. So it's probably November or December of 2017. My wife turns to me and said, why don't we buy a Bitcoin? And, you know, and I said to her, we're going to spend $19,000 on a Bitcoin. And uh, I didn't, but I was I was intrigued. Uh, yeah. I thought it was too expensive. And it wasn't until 2000, early 2018 that I made my first purchase. And just in time for that major bear market. <laughs> so, so, uh, right. I think, I think I got into 15,000. I made another purchase at 11, 13. I made about four purchases in the first three months of 2018. And then that was basically it for me. And, How did you first discover Stacker News and, and the Lightning Network after having gone through this, you know, understanding of Bitcoin and having made purchases? Then to, you know, step into lightning, that, that's like another rabbit hole. And, and many have not yet made that jump. Uh, uh, and then, you know, Stacker News is a its own rabbit hole on lightning, right? Yeah. Uh, St Stacker News really um, was was my impetus to to learn so much about about lightning, but but so much about 
many many other aspects of Bitcoin. You know, I, I I'm not I'm not even though I've been around computers probably since the late '80s. I'm embarrassed to admit I'm not great technically, uh, but I became I became fascinated with it um, through Stacker News. Now now I, I started. I started going down the rabbit hole in, I'd say, 2020, I got back in. But it wasn't until May of 2022 that I discovered Stacker News. I was on Reddit. And um, I, Reddit was just, you know, I I didn't know much about Reddit, but it was really terrible. And I was just looking for a place to learn, to keep up with Bitcoin news. And, you know, at the time, I thought I had enough resources to basically surf the web I was watching a lot of YouTube videos, Andreas Antonopoulos stuff. I was learning a lot. But in May, I discovered Stacker News. And and I was smitten uh, almost immediately. And, and, and you know, at the beginning, I, I have to admit, you know, I, 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 I had an awareness at the time about the, the distinction between KYC Bitcoin, non-KYC, and the fact that you can earn sats was for me the initial lure, and just the idea that I could, I could learn sats, I earn sats uh, on the site was, was you know very intriguing to me. And so at the beginning, I was stumbling around as I'm sure most people do. Um, I got on there. I I I the one thing I did do, which you know I'd recommend to everyone else also, is when you're setting up your Stacker News account, I paid attention to my bio in the sense that I, I put a little more in there than, than just a one line. And I don't know why I did, but I'm glad I did because right from the beginning, um, I put in details about the fact that I'm retired, that I'm an attorney. I, I put down my, basically the story I just told you about how I failed to take the opportunity of buying Bitcoin in 2012. And immediately I... I got into a conversation with two or three different Stacker News people, some of whom I still interact with to this day, and that was that was day one, and that that was that was a good thing because immediately they generously gave me a few sats, which by the way I, I I've tried to I've tried to pass that along, and I, I I always try to you know help out new people online because it, it's so valuable for them to. To, to get involved in the in the conversation early on and have the ability to to post to tip other people, I think it that's an important thing. So, yeah, that that I'd say that it, the bio was a big help for me. Yeah, and I've I've read through your bio, and you have also have links to full length blog posts that you've written on Stacker News. And, um, you know, one of them kind of talks a little bit about how, you know, Stacker News can be, it's this tool that you mentioned, technically, you're like, still trying to pick up some of the, the nuances of Bitcoin. And, and this, I think you mentioned using this as a tool to learn about Bitcoin. So it's kind of, it feels like you're, you have a really, um, the, you, the system you've set up for yourself, you can use Stacker News to learn about Bitcoin. And then as a result, because you're contributing and you're posting great content, you're then earning sats as well. So it's kind of a, you got a nice flywheel spinning there. How have you learned to kind of use 
uh, Stacker News most effectively as a, a learning tool? Because I think there's a lot of people out there who want to know more about Bitcoin, don't quite know how to get started, but you seem to have, you know, come across Stacker News at the right time and have kind of used it as a learning tool. Um, you know, Kevin, there's so there's so many things in that in that question. It's a great question. I, I, I just want to state number one, Stacker News um, gives a new Bitcoin person access to brilliant minds. And, and you know, that, that may sound corny with respect, but but you can literally contact brilliant people who can teach you so much. And the generosity that I found on Stacker News was extraordinary. Now, I'll give you an example. If you if you go down the rabbit hole, you're going to immediately become aware of someone like Lynn Alden. Okay, now, obviously, people know her, and, you know, brilliant when it comes to economics, her commitment to Bitcoin. You can learn so much from a person like that. Stacker News, very early on, did an AMA with Lynn Alden where I, I could literally pick her brain, ask her, it was a little intimidating to, to actually be, you know, dealing with some of these people. But, but um, I just, I direct people to Lynn Alden's AMA as an example of, of the resources you can find on Stacker News. Now, it's not just her, there, there's, you've got a lot of OG Bitcoiners on there. You've got Tony Giorgio, who, who engages people. He, he's on the cutting edge with, with Mutiny Wallet. He, he is participating. He published an article, I believe, I, I think he did it on his, on his, uh, on his Substack page, but then he, he mirrored it over to uh, Stacker News the other day. And I mean, talking about learning about Lightning Network and, and the future of it. I mean, you've got access to, to some of the most intelligent minds in Bitcoin, if you're interested, and you put in the time, you actually can have access to them and learn. Now, getting back to your, your point about how how do you learn, I really feel that I didn't necessarily take this path, but if someone really wants to get interested in earning stack, the sats on Stacker News, the best way is really giving sats. Now, you know, it, it sounds counterintuitive, of course. Everyone wants to make a great post and get 10,000 sats. But let's face it, that, that's not going to happen initially. Uh, you, you don't, you know, know the environment. and But you earn money by identifying quality posts. And there's only one way to learn what quality is. And that's to go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, basically. Um, some things that, that I, I liked at the beginning... You know, we're really irrelevant for people who 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 are in the space. You know, often I, I I recall falling down this this rabbit hole myself once, where I I would get into a race and decide, oh, Bitcoin Magazine just put out a new article. Let me post it to Stacker News, which of course is, you know, everyone else has seen it also, so it's uh it's sort of pointless. You know, it, people have already uh read the thing, so. It, you have to learn to distinguish. That's my, uh, that would be the, the big part of it. And that, that, the only way you're going to do that is by learning about Bitcoin and knowing what's good. And yeah, there, that's a good point you made about the, 
there's a financial incentive to give sats for great content as well. You, you know, Stacker News gives out a daily reward and that reward is 100% of the revenue on the site and it's blasted out every single day to people who are giving sats to other folks. So yeah, uh, yeah it's an interesting kind of flywheel oh, there. It um, really is. And and you know, another, another, believe it or not, this sounds crazy. Another way I earned a lot of sats early on was I was completely confused <laughs> about a particular issue. I, you know, I had set up a, a lightning node, um, you know, that I had some trouble grasping the concept of balancing channels. Um, how the, the, I know, I know I'm not alone about that, the in, intricacies. And I would literally just ask a question in order to get an answer. <laughs> and I remember mm-hmm. one particular occasion where I, I asked a, what I thought was a dumb question, which probably was, but then three or four guys who knew a lot more than I did started arguing amongst themselves. And, and, right. and suddenly the post got, got some visibility. People began giving me sats because I, I started this insanity, which I really wasn't even qualified to, to participate in if you follow me. And, and, I, yeah. I had I had a number of situations like that, just asking people for advice. And like I said earlier, there's a lot of generous people on uh, on Stacker News. When when I say generous, not necessarily they are with their sats, but I mean with their time and with their knowledge. And uh, take the time to write very detailed, intricate answers to your problems, and then you get input from five or six other people. And an- another way that that I also began before before I learned about actually posting, you know, before I really got interested in posting original content, responding, commenting on things, which you get better at as you learn more about Bitcoin. Uh, some of my, some of the sats, the most sats I earned back then were not on original posts, but on making comments on other people's posts. And uh, that, mm-hmm. that, that's another aspect that people don't realize. You know, if you look at my profile, my bio, you can see that I've given away probably as many sats as I've earned. Or I, I don't know the percentage, maybe, but a, a good chunk, maybe half. But my point is that was not purely out of selflessness and charity. I, you know, and, and I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't do it intentionally, but I was just awarding people who were posting good content. And as a result, I was making more sats back without it even occurring to me. That is really interesting. And I like that point you made as well about, you know, not having to know everything to get started. I think there's a lot of people that when they approach a new topic and uh, they feel like they don't know enough about it, they go... Well, there's no way I can start creating content because I'm just new to this. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have to kind of sit back and read other people's stuff and just listen and just not not say anything for, you know, a year or two until I until I really know what I'm talking about. But it's it's amazing that you can kind of, you know, have that same feeling on Stacker News and 
if you just get outside of your comfort zone a little bit, ask those questions, even if they, you know, do turn out to be a dumb question or whatever, it, it can spur on debate. It can, if you have a financial incentive, it can reward you with sats. Um, you learn a lot faster and yeah, you have, you know, this tight knit community of Bitcoiners that are willing to, you know, answer questions as they come up. Um, I, I'd love to hear a bit more about your experience trying to kind of learn more about Bitcoin prior to discovering Stacker News. Like, were you using, you know, Twitter and Reddit or any other, any other channels to try and get a better understanding of Bitcoin and some of the nuances of running a lightning node and things like that? Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Kevin, for two reasons. Number one, I'll, I'll get to that. But, but also, I just want to say that as I said, I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm in my early 60s. I I never had that commitment to social media, that that social networking that, that a lot of people have. Yes, I had, you know, when I had my law practice, I had a I had a Twitter account. Um, I was on Facebook for years, but I got very disillusioned with that entire thing. Um, I I. I would go on Reddit in order to collect information on Bitcoin, but really my, my education began, you know, and it's not, a, it's not unusual. I'm sure is the Bitcoin standard. I, I, mm-hmm. I read, I read just about every, I'm, I'm a reader. I'm a voracious reader. So I, I love books. So when I, I think I, I think I have a, on my Noster uh, blog stack, I think I have a list of, Bitcoin books, which is one of my first posts, which doesn't have much to it. But I basically read all of the, the Bitcoin classics at one time or another. But I started with the Bitcoin standard. And then what I did, and I, I still do this occasionally, is YouTube, say what you want about Google, I'm not a big fan, but it really is an amazing resource where you can go back and watch old videos. Andreas Antonopoulos. You know, back in 2013, he did a video. I, I think I posted it somewhere on, on Stacker News at one point. But you can learn so much from him about Bitcoin. And a lot of it is was over my head. And a lot of it still is. But eventually, what, what I like to do is I'll, I'll collect videos from Dirk, Adam Back. You've, you've, got, you've, you've got so much. You've got so many great teachers out there that you can watch videos. You can read. Uh, Jameson Lopp has some amazing writing. His blog is outstanding. Matt O'Dell. I, I found all, I discovered all these people. Alan Farrington. I mean, these these guys are great writers who, who really know Bitcoin too. So, I mean, Gigi, uh, I, you know, I discovered all of these people, but not necessarily through social media. And, and it was not until Stacker News uh, that that I felt like the the incentives were right. The people who Kian, I can't say enough about about him. Uh, brilliant guy with good instincts, but also very accessible. You 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 want to ask him something? You just ask him on Snacker News, and and you'll get an answer. Um, he's got good instincts. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to go off on a, a Snacker News, you know. But I am a big I'm a fanboy of Snacker News, no question about that. But but um, no, I did not 
go down. I had a Twitter account. I, you know, the, the toxicity of Bitcoin Twitter was, you know, was annoying. And I, I, you know, I remember Elon Musk. I don't know how many people remember this, but I think it was back in 2020, maybe, when he was doing the whole laser eyes. He put it on Twitter and then basically, you know, fell for the... Uh, the environmental mining flood and basically started touting Dutch Dogecoin back then, but you know, at that point, long before he was even making any, any noises about buying Twitter, I just had enough of, of all of that. And I would occasionally, I wouldn't post, but I, I would look in just to keep track of the Bitcoiners that I really like podcasts, another big, big thing for me. And uh, what Bitcoin did, Peter McCormick started me. And Kevin, I, I started listening to your podcast early on. And, you know, each podcast gives you Amazing. gives you little differences. You know, Peter McCormick is much more of the everyman, you know, pretending probably not to know less than he does. But it's very good for a new Bitcoiner because, you know, things are explained as if you're a five-year-old on there. What, what I like about your podcast is you 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 have nuts and bolts guys on these are people who are actually doing the work the lightning network creating products which you know real real products that are going to be in the real world you're not you're not necessarily often out in the theoretical zone but you you have a, a very yeah. good balance Whereas I, I also listen to MVK's podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if you ever listened to Bitcoin Review, and and yeah, I love listening, but I I am so far over my head after about 20 minutes when you've got those you know three or four guys chiming in on technical stuff that I have no idea what they're talking about. But for some reason, I continue listening, and occasionally some stuff sinks in. Whereas you know, I feel like yours is, mm -hmm. is that kind of technical stuff is done on a more accessible level. So my, my point being, I'm not just here to talk about your podcast. My point is you can you can learn so many different things from, you know, podcasts that are coming from from different directions. You know, so I found that very valuable also. Right. Yeah. I, I'd love to learn more about the kinds of content that you you know, having gone through this journey now of learning about Bitcoin, talking about it, uh, spending a bunch of time on Stacker News, writing content, and then writing responses to other people's content, what what kind of content resonates the most on Stacker News? What do you have, what have you found the most success with for other folks listening in that think to themselves, yeah, I'd like to try you know, learning about Bitcoin and earning some sats on Stacker News. Where can you kind of guide them in the direction of like the kinds of content or the, the frameworks you have for thinking about content that resonate most with other users? Yeah. Um, yes. As far as content goes and also and also as form goes, which which I think is important, particularly in our day and age. Um, mm hmm. I, I, when, when I'm writing an article, it's really, I become obsessed with different things. Like, as I told you before we went on air, I've, I've done the switch recently to Graphene OS, 
Now, now I'm not I'm not a technical person. Mm. What I did was I, I took notes when I was making the transition because I knew a lot of people on Stacker News were interested in it, and there and and there was so many people who who could go so in depth about about um, VPN dongles and not not actually having cell phones tracking your you know your your whereabouts. I mean, things that, that I hadn't even considered when, when doing the transition. And so the bottom line is it's a learning thing for me and I enjoy writing. And so I will literally start taking notes on whatever my new obsession is and putting in my screw ups, putting in my, you know, I, I tend to tell, I want to know about other people's lives. I'll, I'll put in an anecdote if it's appropriate about my own childhood, my own life. And I, I think that, you know, you get more of a connection with the reader when, when you do that. Okay. Particularly now, I don't know if in the last few days in Stacker news, there's been a flurry of bots, AI bots that are attempting to game the Stacker news, you know, algorithms, I'm sure to, to earn money. and you know, it, it strikes me as so obvious because it's not, it's not genuine. It, you, you, I mean, the sentences, yes, are all grammatically perfect, which mine are not always, but it's the, it's the authenticity and maybe walking a, a reader through your screw ups because, you know, there's a large percentage of Stacker News participants who, who are brilliant technical people who probably read my stuff and say, what the hell is this guy doing? But I also know there's a lot of people like me out there who, who are trying these things for the first time, who, who, you know, for whom I can give value describing my screw ups, my struggles, my workarounds. And, uh, I, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, it seems to, they seem to like it because I, I do pretty well, you know, in getting, getting uh, sats awarded for that. And, you know, I'm just pulling up your profile now here. And, uh, you know, it's, it shows on Stacker News the number of sats stacked for, for all the top kind of users. You're, you're among the top, uh, you know, all the time. And uh, it says right now over 500,000 sats you've stacked since joining Stacker News. Mm -hmm. And I believe you said that was about a year ago. In the last month, you've stacked over 100,000 sats. 110,000 sets. Um, and that is, I believe the second, you're the second top stacker of the month behind Kian who created Stacker News. So wow. you're, you're one of the, you know, most prolific stackers right now. Um, and I, I'd love to understand your views on where sat stacking goes on, on Stacker News. Like, is this something that you expect i know you said you're retired and this is kind of strikes me as more of like a hobby for you and you're right. kind of like enjoying the process of learning and you know getting the benefit of sats in the meantime exactly but is this something you see as like potentially an avenue for people to truly you know uh, either augment their income or like build an entirely new income stream from yeah i mean i i i, I think about this and you know, I, I, I think about you know I when you, when you look at Bitcoin and and you look at um, 
you know, who, who, the, who can really benefit from it right now? You know, I always go to the, you know, I think about the global South. I'm very interested in, in Anita Posh and her work, uh, Alex Gladstein and the unbanked. And, and, and I really believe that, Listen, I, I know it's difficult. If English is not your native native language, you're going to have a tough time on Stacker News actually stacking set mm-hmm. initially. But it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to learn English. But 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 also there, there's no there's no reason why communities with different languages can't can't crop up. I know I see a, a significant number of Spanish. Stacker News uh, post, but, but my point being this: that the the uh, techniques that I just outlined with regard to listening, learning. One other thing I didn't bring up is is the trust algorithm, where if if people trust you on Stacker News, your posts are going to be more visible. Um, if you've mm-hmm. if you've posted good content or if you've liked good content in the past. Your your trust increases. So if you had someone, you know, from a who who wants to supplement their income with Stacker News, obviously at this point it would be much easier for someone in in the global south for whom the cost of living is much lower, and you know, making ten five ten dollars a day, fifty dollars a week as a goal would would really significantly impact their lifestyle um that that's possible now but it would take a lot of work it's not a you know it's it's not the kind of thing but building a stacker news community um over the over the past year i think when i joined it was only there, there was there was no sub now you've got meta you've got tech you there there are so many different ways that you can begin um, earning money on Stacker News right now. I'll give, I'll give you an example, which is really only peripherally connected to Bitcoin. Is Gray Ruby has has done this sort of tongue in cheek, uh, co-opting every day off the Meta sub because he's been pushing for a sports sub on on Stacker News. Now right. we we are considering setting up a football pool. Where basically it, it's a gambling, you know, informal. It's going to be. It's 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 not decentralized. It's not certainly not trustless. It's just a bunch of people who know each other having a little fun, and you know, it's different. You know, it's almost if you're in your office and you know you, you see the Super Bowl pool and buy a box, you know. But but we're doing it here because we're developing a community that. That you know, no, being a knowledgeable sports person may earn you sats in ten years in Stacker News. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not necessarily tied to to Bitcoin, but the the beauty of that, I I, I remember watching. I mean, I remember listening to Fiat Jeff talk about Noster and how he did not want Noster to be just a bunch of Bitcoiners sitting around talking about Bitcoin. And of course, naturally, that's sort of the way it started at the beginning. And that's that's where we're at. That's kind of where we're at right now in Stacker News. But 
I see the future being where the sat is just the normal currency and Stacker News could become a, a combined Craigslist. I, I really foresee a marketplace on Stacker News where, you know, you'd probably start with computer equipment, um, but you, you can literally, you know, you could have people marketing coffee from Colombia to, you know, people in Canada and the United States. You, you've got that, and, and clearly that would be certainly a way to develop revenue on Stacker News. And, and, um, I know, mm -hmm. I don't really understand. Here's where my technical limitations come in. I know, I know Kian has, has ideas for, for decentralizing the site more. Um, so I, I don't know where, where it's going to be technically, but I think the sky's the limit when it comes, it doesn't have, Stacker News does not have to be all about Bitcoin. I'm not saying it should start tomorrow, but I think I could see this as a gradual, evolution now if you were to go back in time and start your stacker news journey all over again and let's say you know you were approaching this from the angle of trying to maximize the number of sats that you earn right would you be doing anything differently like what, what would you know maybe some tactical advice here for for folks who do want to come in and say you know, yeah, I, I want that extra ten, twenty, thirty dollars a week. Uh, I want to be able to earn a bit of extra money and learn. But it, the folks who are primarily approaching this through the lens of stacking, um, any tactical advice for them? Yeah, 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 you know, you know what I would do. I would, that you know, it, it's, it, you know, a very, a very particular thing you could do. You could let's let's say you just signed up for Stacker News. Number one, I would put. Some information, personal. I, obviously, nobody wants to dox themselves unless they don't care, you know. And I'm not talking about someone who's running a business, but you know, your generic user. I would put enough information in there to maybe start a conversation to start with. And then, then mm -hmm. what I would do is I would look at that at the, the analytics. Stacker News is very good with analytics on the bottom of the page, and and start snooping around and see who are the successful stackers. Who who are the who are the ones who are at the top who are earning the most? I would immediately go to those, focus on those people, and read their recent posts. If I see a recent post by one of those people, particularly if it's if it's a long form content, which I I really hope we see more of. I do it obviously. I'm trying to put out one a, a new long form post once a week, maybe even twice a week. Um, and, and not twice a week, I'm sorry, once every two weeks to once a week, but, uh, find a post or a link they might do or a discussion and focus on that particular post and read it and analyze it and comment intelligently on it by maybe connecting it to something else you might've read. Um, bringing value to your comment and you know, you're going to get some visibility because of the status of the poster. Now you've engaged the poster. You might've pissed them off, <laughs> which, which not is not necessarily a bad thing because you're going to attract attention and you may find people who agree with your point of view. 
and and now you are, and and of course, you number one, the first thing you do when you encounter this particular post is you give them some sats because you know odds are that people who are who have consistently posted good content, it would make sense to just go over there and just give every one of them twenty or thirty sats on their new on their new posts because they're going to have an audience they're going to have people who appreciate it and they're not likely to have posted crap so that that's a quick way to to earn money and then spend the time that's the thing i have a lot of people work you know i'm i'm retired you know my wife and i just are taking life easy right now and i just love hanging out on stacker news so it's a lot easier for me than it may be for other people but that that's that's a that's a clear way to begin, and you don't have to write anything. You really don't have, need any special knowledge. You just use the the resources that Stacker News gives you on the bottom of the page, and go through the stats and see who the you know hunt around, see who the you know the the good stackers are. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, you just kind of like get to learn what has already succeeded, and then that can shape the decisions you make and the things you maybe want to talk about, or you can interact directly with those, the, the great posts on the site. Um, I think that's a great, great way to, you know, approach this and to think about, you know, how someone might and, want to and, you know, and, it, and it's not totally mercenary either, because, you know, what I discovered by doing that, and it sort of came naturally to me, I, what I wasn't counting on was how much I was learning. Right. And by reading this good content, you're learning it. You're learning to discern what the crap is and what the signal is. And and it begins seeping into your brain. I, I wrote the whole thing about the Zen of stacking sats. And like I said, it was kind of it was meant to be a little amusing. But there was a lot of truth in that, in the in the sense that you you know the, the 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 real way you're gonna you're gonna do well on Stack of News is by learning more about Bitcoin, quite frankly, mm-hmm. and and being able to discern what's good and to talk about it, and to teach other people and to put other you know and to argue with people who are incorrect. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I'll make sure I I link your profile in this episode so people can go check out some of your long form articles, you've written a number of them and they're again listed right in your profile. So it's kind of like, it almost feels like when I go to your profile, it's almost like your, your medium blog or something, but it's built into Stacker News. Your posts are all cool. natively written on Stacker News. It's, it's very cool to see. And, uh, you know, well, yeah. the, the platform's kind of like, it feels like it's evolving to take on this, um, this ability to share long form content, which in the earliest days, I don't think many people were doing. So very cool to see. Yeah. You know, you know, along those lines with my, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I stole that idea. Okay. Uh, this is why I'm saying it's a good thing to snoop around Stacker News. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his, his username correctly, but I think it's Newt or N-O-U-T. Oh, yeah. Um, I, was, I was strolling, you know, I was just looking around, seeing original you know, who, who were the original posters of Stacker News? I'm interested in history. And I found a few posts. And if you look at his profile, 
It's fantastic. And that's what I modeled mine after. So in other words, you don't have to, you don't have to reinvent the wheel on Stacker News. If you, there, there are very bright people on there who can give you great ideas. And, uh, that, that's where I came up with that idea. That's a good example of how you can, you can learn on Stacker News. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, also just that, that, uh, final point here, I think that is important to make is you can start from day one without having like you don't have to have a bunch of twitter followers or you know you, ha you don't have to have this long history of being a writer or being a contributor somewhere else to have a voice whereas i think on on something like a twitter you know you kind of do you have to have a bit of a voice or else the things you say just get lost it's like no one's watching your profile no one's tuning in uh, unless you happen to reply to someone and they and they retweet you and they have a larger audience, like it, it's a real uphill battle to get your voice heard. But on Stacker News, they, there's this kind of like idea meritocracy, like the better ideas and the better questions and the better, you know, content rises to the top, almost irrespective of like the person who posted it, right? It's just like anonymous accounts all the time will find, you know, their posts on on the top of the page. So, uh, very cool to see. And just, just, you know, a message to anyone who wants to contribute, but fears they don't have an audience. I don't think that's as important on Stack uh, as it is on other platforms. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And that, that's what I've enjoyed about it. I, the fact that you, you can, you know, and, and like I said earlier, the accessibility to, to other people who, are famous in their own right and maybe famous on Twitter, but they're just, they're just another account here on Stacker News. Right. Yeah. And there's no, uh, there's no like special privilege and who knows, maybe some of these anonymous accounts that I, you know, see on the top of the page, maybe they are famous people. Maybe they, maybe we got Jack Dorsey or Michael Saylor or someone else just posting through an anonymous account to avoid attracting attention. Who knows? Right. Um, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> But this has been really informative. Thank you for taking the time to, you know, chat about your experience using Stacker News. It's amazing to see you picked up over half a million sats. You've been contributing sats back to other people. It's really cool to see this kind of flywheel spinning. Um, and uh, yeah, my my final message is just keep on stacking sats. I think it's it's really cool what you're doing, and I'll uh, send people towards your profile to check out your future articles. Thanks very much, Kevin. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.